Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So, we got a lot to cover, a lot to do. It's short time. I'm leaving out of the state tomorrow. I got a baby in the room with me, so if you hear some cooing, just be prepared. Um, It is the week before Thanksgiving, so we might be off next week. You never know, because, you know, things happen. So, well, and with that, I'll be coming home on Wednesday as well from okay, so vacation down south. Oh, that's right. You go to um, going to Disneyland. Oh, you're going to Disneyland. Yep. Wait. So, you when you go to Disneyland? Uh, leaving Sunday and coming back Wednesday. Oh, so you're going straight from there to here. Basically, yes. and then okay. Thursday morning we'll be coming up. To your neck of the woods hey and then probably saturday coming back to my neck of the woods and then um yeah and then i got stuff going on the week after that i'll tell you that after more personal stuff i'll tell you that after the podcast yeah so well we will possibly be not here it's okay though because it's the holidays and i know you guys don't listen as much it's okay we'll be around um but to start it all off, ever since the SAG after strike ended, immediately after we finished recording, immediately after we finished recording the podcast, the strike ended, everyone started posting massive stuff about, there's the baby, started posting massive stuff about what was going on, their projects, their movies, all that stuff. The first thing we got that was really huge was I didn't even know they were making an Inside Out 2. Um, I know there was rumors of it, but we got a trailer and it is the biggest trailer animated trailer launch in Disney history. And it introduces the new character of anxiety, which is very relatable. I'm okay with that. I like the character. I thought it looked, it looked, it looked decent. Um, they did replace some of the voice actors. So I don't know if there's animosity there or the per- people just couldn't find time for it. So I'm not 100% sure because sometimes they'll not want to go the direction or they want to go cheaper. And obviously with the success of the first one, people who are voice actors that maybe can be voiced by someone else, you know, might get a little ask for a pay bump. And my right, daughter, yeah, exactly. my daughter is loving this talk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Or it could just be one of those things that they just signed on for, um, you know, one one movie and that was it or they weren't like you said weren't able to do the second one or whatever whatever the reasoning behind true it, behind true. it is but, but i did like how they um introduced anxiety in the um in the trailer yeah it was a pretty awesome trailer and what's crazy too is is like um for those that don't know a lot of people are very hesitant to sign big contracts with studios like Disney, um, Fox, you know, everyone in general, the big ones, because it can tie you down for a very long time. Um, the most famous one I just recently heard was uh, Allison Hannigan, who um, was on How I Met Your Mother and was very famous for being in American Pie. Um, she played uh, the band camp girl. Um, she actually was the only one from American Pie that refused to sign the multi-picture deal in the form that they had. And because of that, she was the reason why a lot of them got paid more money because they all renegotiated after the success of the first film. 
So I know there's a lot of people who are very hesitant. Um, I know there's a big rumor out there that um, Ryan Reynolds, the only reason why he did a couple of the films like Green Lantern and the X-Men Origins Wolverine was because he was promised the Deadpool movie would be made. And so there's a lot of that kind of stuff that goes on. So, um, you know, maybe they did it, but I didn't really pay. I didn't want to look yet to see who's not coming back because I know some of the people, the voice actors that I really liked. So I will take a look at that later. Um, but some of the big news, but that, I don't know. I feel like it's big, but not big. Um, the Marvels, it falls far behind Captain Marvel opening weekend box office. It was about $100 million behind. Um, basically, from what I've seen, um, people said they really enjoyed it. Um, my biggest problem is the fact that this was supposed to be Captain Marvel 2. It was supposed to get released in 2022. No, 2022? Yeah, 2022. And because people had so much backlash behind the character of Captain Marvel... They said, oh, we got to bring in some other fan favorites. A lot of them nobody knew because if you didn't watch WandaVision and you didn't watch Ms. Marvel on Disney+, Plus, you didn't know who two of the characters were even were, and they were two of the main characters. Um, I have heard it's very good. I um, even had one person, I listened to the podcast, they're very woke, so I'll just say that. But she was like, I enjoyed it so much. And she goes, you don't realize there's only one white man in the whole entire movie. The whole movie is only one white guy. Mind you, they're fighting aliens, so that, you know, makes it to where you're not seeing a white person, basically. But there's only one white guy, and she's like, I didn't even notice. I'm not using it to say that's why it's a great movie or why I liked it, but she was like, you know, I was enthralled. She did say that the problems I heard were they started cutting it shorter, the movie, to make it more action-packed and not have as much of, like, a drawn-out story. So I know that that was one of the big problems was people said that it did feel kind of choppy because they were just cutting scenes. And, you know, obviously with so much movie magic, you can't reshoot anything this close to when the movie comes out. So even though there was an actor strike, I haven't heard of anyone like this kind of a big of a action film ever reshooting stuff this close. So they just cut it and it came out. So, um, We'll see when it comes out on on demand how good it is. You know, I just haven't. I'm more upset because I wanted to see a second Captain Marvel movie, so that's my my main reasoning behind it. Um, this one came out of left field. I don't didn't even know why they announced it. I don't even know any of that stuff. Um, Nintendo is making a live action Legend of Zelda movie. Now Nintendo is in it. So, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing to having the actual gaming studio in it? I mean, I think it's a good thing because I think they would be there to hold it true to the story um, on it and true to the, you know, the legend of Zelda. Um, And, yeah, and kind of keep it, you know, not really go too far off the tracks and um you know it's always it's like anything when you have uh you know based on a true story and you have the guy that it's based off of or the events or whatever that it's based off is that they're there on the set and granted you have to make you know it in it enjoyable to make a movie out of it but the big aspects that are there are the major events they're there to make sure that what happened is actually true you know 
is that's what actually happened. You know, I have him as a consultant. So, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, look at what uh, Mario Brothers did. I mean, yeah, and I do think, too, the big thing, I always felt like Nintendo, when they do video games, they feel like they're telling a story. So I feel like the people that are in development will actually also be able to contribute to it and, you know, um, bring something to the table that you don't see from normal, from like a studio or a video game company having input on a show or a movie. So, um, and I am uh, hopeful that they either have some sort of joke or something to deal with um, the character of Link. Because for those that don't know, when you play the game, you are pairing the character of Link. You are not Zelda. Zelda is the princess. And that is usually like one of the number one misconceptions and issues is people don't realize that you're not playing as Zelda. Zelda is the princess. So um, I hope there's, you know, here's the thing, though. Is it going to be live action comedic? Is it going to be live action, pure action, or is it going to be live action video game where um, you have to release some of your, you know, expectations and maybe it's more fun? I don't know. But the, the possibilities are endless, like you said, with Nintendo's involvement. Um, side note, I didn't share this because I just saw this on um, um, uh, Instagram. So a lot of people are angry about the SAG after a contract because they haven't seen the full contract that they're trying to vote on. But one thing I just saw is somebody is working with the family of a dead singer. She's like a big singer in the 50s. And they're doing a full-on biopic using AI to regenerate her image and her voice. So I wanted to bring that up because there's been a lot of videos on tiktok lately that are mr beast has been the most famous one where they're literally it's an ai generated image you could tell because the mouth looks kind of weird in the corners but they are pretending to be him it sounds just like him and it's saying you know my the first 10 people who um like or share this are going to get this or it says like go to this link and obviously it's you know spam and they're going to get your info but it's it's crazy what's going on with everything. I thought I'd bring it up, especially because, you know, um, it's scary. And if you're making a movie like that, you know, what you don't know what's next. And they did say they wanted to use people's likenesses and stuff like that. So um, next, uh, Kevin Feige has announced that his Star Wars movie is no longer happening, which is not a shock. Considering how Tim and I have been talking over the past couple episodes about them cutting back on Disney Plus content, focusing on the parks, things of that nature, because there's too much Star Wars already in development. There's literally, I don't even know how many, like, they had a TV series that's not announced yet. They have a lot of stuff that they're still working on, so I'm almost 100% certain this was just a formality and it was maybe like, they're like, hey, look, maybe we'll do something with you, maybe not. And I think, like we said, I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. There's a new thing where everyone wants to have a certain person direct, star in, do something in a movie. They did that with John Krasinski as Reed Richards, and it came true in 
Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which was a great way to do it because it doesn't have to be canon. It's multiverses. You know, it's easy to explain. Well, with Star Wars and a lot of Disney properties, I feel like what they're doing is they're throwing a person's name out there. And then we see all these clickbaity, clickbaity titles where it's like, oh, um, so-and-so says that they're, oh, the one big one today, Snoop Dogg, no longer smoking weed due to family reasons. But if you look at the article, he says he's going to cut back how much he does it. He's not going to do it every day. And it's kind of like, that's not what the title said. So I think what they do when they do this is they gauge and say, well, are they upset? Do they still want to see this? Do they not want to see this? And they gauge people's reactions. So I don't think he maybe was even really going to do one, but they were just kind of like, hey, you know, we're going to put your name out there and see what happens. If it goes, it goes. If it's not, it's not. It's no problem. Um, next, we have the cancellation of the Sandlot TV series. Tim, do you think that was even ever a good idea to do a Sandlot TV series? I I don't know. I mean, the only thing you can do with that is get more of a background. You could you could do more of a background on each individual player on it, or you could or you could do like anything like they do is oh here's where they're at now and then now their kids are coming together or um here's where they're at now and they i mean i know at the end of the movie they kind of progress through everyone right but it could be like a uh, oh 10 years later they came back and everyone um was home for this thing or a character dies and everyone comes back for the funeral and they yep. have you know oh hey let's do it because of so and so type deal so uh, who knows yeah no i think uh, i don't know i i feel like the problem for me was it's such a nostalgic sh- uh movie that was very specific about what it was about they met on the ball field, and that was basically it. It wasn't about them running around doing stuff as much. I mean, they do go to the pool at one point, but it wasn't about them running a muck around the town. You know, it was about them playing baseball. And yeah. only thing I could think of would be like maybe if they had a coach come in, maybe and try and you know, because a local bunch of local kids want to start up a team or something. I don't know, um, but. I mean, what sucks is, so it says no longer in development for Disney Plus. With the news of Hulu, here's that one thing I was thinking about the other day. What do you think this does to, like, the people that have, like, hopes of, like, maybe, hey, maybe we can get it on at this network? It's going to be almost impossible because Hulu's going to be gone. It's going to merge Disney Plus. What's going to happen? There's a reason why they're pushing so hard. Why do you think you can't get the uh, live version without ads? with disney plus you have to get the ad versions for both you can't you can't get ad free when you do it so what it tells me is they're going to merge it's going to be one happy thing you'll pay a fee to get the ad version of hulu or vice versa whatever but there's nowhere to shop stuff anymore it's like you know there is one we're going to talk about in a minute um i'll just bring it up now uh where is it at? Is it at the bottom? Um, 
oh, Warner Brothers shelved John Cena's Coyote versus Acme. It was finished filming. It was supposed to be another Bat, um, uh, Batgirl situation. But what they said was people loved it so much. They're like, this is not so. Apparently, there was meetings with Netflix, like a bunch of places. There was meetings. And they literally said it's been saved. So it's going to be coming out. And I don't, we don't see that very often anymore. I mean, I, my, the most famous one, I think, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And a lot of people don't know, like, when you watch certain shows, you get a different vibe. So with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I always got an NBC vibe. But it was on Fox. And I'm like, oh, well, who made it? NBC. That's who saved it in the end. Modern Family aired on ABC. Who made it? Fox. So there were so many different, like, incestuous type things. I feel like it's kind of branched off. And it's like, oh, this was made for Netflix? You're staying on Netflix. And the biggest thing for me on that is I think now because the way the ownership rights work for writing and all that kind of stuff, I don't know if you noticed, but the Mindy Project aired on Fox. After one or two seasons, it went to be a Hulu exclusive. And what did they call it when they aired it? They called it a Hulu original. And it wasn't. So I feel like people are afraid now that content's going to get either taken over and, you know, maybe they'll earn more money than them. I don't know. But it's sad to see because maybe they, maybe they would have done something, you know, special for the Sandlot that me and you, we, we could have liked, our kids could have liked, but we'll never know. Um, we do have back-to-back Bluey news. I didn't read the one because I thought it was kind of clickbaity, and I'm pretty sure it was. But we are getting a Bluey special coming to Disney Plus in 2024. And for those that don't know, um, Bluey does come out in Australia. I think it's like they get it, what, like six to eight months ahead of us, I think. before Something like that. And they don't do all the episodes. So um, they do the very BBC-esque, like they get 12 or they'll get like 10 and they'll get four and then they'll get 10 more stuff like that. But usually what happens is, is they'll get a full season of them and then they'll trickle them down to us about six, to eight months. But there was a thing that says Bluey goes out with a bang and announces massive finale, but it was clickbaity, right? Uh, that's I'm reading up on it right now. It doesn't. So I could. <clears throat> um, Oh, I think it's uh, what does it say? Uh, make the road to my Oh, it's a season finale was just an, uh, announced. So yeah. long awaited fourth season, Bluey is ending its current run with a 28 minute long episode simply titled The Sign. Yeah. So for those that don't know, they're usually 12 to 15 minutes, they're quicker. Um, I thought it was super fast, but then I looked on. Um, uh, Disney Plus and all the ones that I love were 8 to 12 minutes long, so it's very on par. Um, but I love Bluey. Bluey's fun. Um, it's not the most kid... Kids don't like it a lot. I know a lot of kids like it, but a lot of kids are kind of like, eh. And I think that it's because the dads are making them watch it because Bingo's so hilarious, and he is my favorite character, so <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. Um okay. Yeah, so what it is, is they're taking uh, the producers and the studio and Australia Seager that the show and it's still about once you will take an extended hiatus to rest yep. recharge 
should we know that the beloved show is not canceled, but the wait between new episodes will be um, <clears throat> longer than in seasons past. So that's, yeah. that's why they're just taking a, a little bit of a break. Because I think that um, they only took off like six months between seasons, maybe, if that. Because like you people don't realize, like, you know, South Park, they have a massive team that animates like it's legitimately they, they do everything in a week. But a lot of these, you know, smaller cartoons ones are not. I mean, they have 171 episodes and they aired. I'm oh, saying wow. all, and I think all of them aren't on Disney Plus. No, but that's weird. So they had a break. Like 140 are on Disney Plus. Right. The most of season three is not on there. So their first air date was September 30th, 2018. And they aired consistently the first season. So, yeah. So episode 26 aired October 26, 2018. And then they came back April 1st. So that's November, December, January, February, March, April, five months. And then April 1st to uh, April 25th. And April 25th, 2019 was the last episode. Then they had one random one. It looked like it was a Christmas episode. And it was November 30th of that year. So it's probably just an extra episode. So they ended April 25th and they started in September. And then season two was back in March of the next year. And this was during COVID. So I don't know how it affected them. So they went March to, oh, looked pretty consistent to November. Oh, no. So it took a break April to October. And then October to December. And then they had a holiday one in 2021 of April. It, they're, they're very, <coughs> it's, yeah. So if, they, if they're saying they're not going to be around for a while, because they went on break from April to September, and then they did September, one episode, nothing in October, and then they came back in November. It's super weird because it's like every day is listed one. So this might be American, I bet. That's what it is. It's so Americans had to deal with basically December to 2021 to June 2022 for a gap, and it's been steadily going until June 11th this year. So, um, yeah, well, I hope they get rested. I hope they do their press tours. I know, um, Bingo and um, uh, the characters who play Chili and Bandit just met for in real like earlier this year. Because they recorded mostly during the pandemic and they weren't, you know, in the same studio. So I thought that was pretty cool. But um, next, here comes everything that is just kind of like what's going on. Um, Captain America, Brave New World the Th and the Thunderbolts and another film were all delayed until 2025. Now... Most people have said the Captain America one is not surprising because there was a lot of um, reshoots and stuff they have to do. So the strike is obviously part to blame, but they still did have to do stuff. So no big deal. The Thunderbolts one I was super excited for, but what are we going to do? You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. You can't do that. But 
FX's Alien series has been delayed as well to 2025. Now, I don't know if this is like studios trying to recoup because they, it was crazy. They redo their agreements every three years. So SAG AFTRA just is going to approve it. That means we had 2024, 25, and 26. So that means they're like heavy loading the second year of the contract with all these movies. And all I could think of is we're going to go back into disaster mode and they're planning to shelve a bunch of stuff to slowly release over the year after that. Like they're preparing for them to go on strike again. I mean, everything. So, I mean, it's. I mean, you knew you weren't going to get like a long-term deal out of it, and I wonder. So they got this one. How is it going to be once this one's up? Is it going to be okay? Hey, let's see how <clears throat> how the deal went, and then reassess at the end of that, and maybe get a longer one, or is it going to be every three years iron stuff out until everyone's happy, and then do like a long-term one? I don't. I don't know. And how yeah. long was was the contract before this one? Three years. It's every three years. They is always it, it's always every it, three years. Every come. three years. Yep. So and I think I think in years past, um I think the AI thing is what tripped it up this year. Cause I believe normally they'll usually work without a contract. Like they'll right. keep doing work, they'll basically keep on the old contract to move forward but then the, the the workers can typically walk out because they don't have you know any contract so yeah you know but what's crazy to me is so we have all these delays but ghostbusters ghostbusters um uh the new trailer uh it's at the afterlife uh what's the title for it again um oh i just saw it before we came on and i forgot <clears throat> yeah frozen empire Frozen Empire. It looks cool because they're like, um, people are dying. Basically, it's real. It's real trippy, and um, we see um, our favorite characters of Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, um, and uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, and you also got the old firehouse, and you have um, our. Good old friend Paul Rudd, who looks so stoked to be in this movie. Like, he legitimately is loving every second of this movie. So, I feel like he's a Ghostbusters fan that just got to do the, the most everything ever. It's, it's, if you, if you watch the trailer, the very end when he's like, oh, ho, 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 and you see his face, he is smiling so big. And I'm like, I, I feel, I feel his joy. I loved it. Have, did you see the one previous to this one? The new, the no. new one? I know no. I need to watch I need to watch it too. Yeah. So um I watched the new one and it looks really good. I think the the old the the one previous to this, um it didn't it was a teaser only and all it showed was um uh it said like they're back and it showed the firehouse is what it did. I think yeah. that's no I'm, t- I'm talking about I'm talking about the movie, not the trailer. Oh no no yeah, I watched the previous movie, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah, no, I need, I need to watch that one. I wholeheartedly enjoyed it. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like, oh, they're going to try and make the kids be the heroes kind of thing. 
but in reality, it was. Well, don't um, don't spoil it. Some people haven't seen it. No, I know, but I'm, but it was more about the, actually as everyone together working together. It wasn't like you're just a bunch of dumb kids. You don't know what you're talking about. It was right. like it, it it was cool. There's one thing in it that everyone absolutely hated, even though it was supposed to be big a big moment. Um, you'll see it if you do watch it. If you want me to tell you, I'll tell you afterwards. But there's a moment where it's kind of like, well, that was kind of okay. But um, I did en- actually really enjoy it. Paul Rudd is amazing in it. And um, what I did like about it, too, was it felt like it was its own movie. Like, you, it reminds me of, like, when when fans do, like, a a cut of a movie. So, like, when before Star Wars made the new trilogy, and there was all those fan films out there. Right. This, one, this one felt like a fan film with, like, good backing. And that's what I loved about it was you weren't getting, like, Oh, we're gonna do all of this for nostalgia. It's not that. It's its own movie. It stands on its own two feet, and I would give it two thumbs up. So make sure you watch it. Um. So, Deadpool three. Uh, Ryan Reynolds came out, and he said that um, it will be coming out uh, for summer twenty twenty four. They immediately flew back out there to get ever, all this stuff done. Um. They are enlisting the aid of internet celebrity Dogpool, who was a dog who dresses up like Deadpool. Um, and there are rumors that um, the main reason why they're using, they're only having this film in 2024 is because they're going to introduce characters, like a massive amount of characters, almost like Tim and I joked about how funny it would be for Deadpool to click on a file that says Fox and drag it over to the Disney file. And all of a sudden, all the characters pop out of it, whatever, you know, but there is a rumor they're going to do that. Um, and it will be the only major MCU movie in 2024 after delays. I do think, um, that, uh, Disney is kind of doing this as well because there is some star Wars stuff that comes out next year. So I don't know if they're trying to stagger their stuff now because when they were doing the movies, they wanted December to be Star Wars month until Solo didn't perform well. So I have a feeling they're going to be trying to do that. They're going to stagger it. They're going to start offsetting stuff and do Star Wars heavy than Marvel heavy. So we'll see. Um, This one was kind of crazy. On December 3rd, Netflix subscribers will be able to listen to Peaches all they want. Because Super Mario Bros. movie is coming to Netflix. Um, I have to talk to the wife tonight because we might be canceling Netflix because I don't think I can keep paying for it anymore because it's 20 bucks a month and it's going up. And the cheapest plan you can get is $15.99. And I don't even know if that's to be cheaper. I think it's I think that one's going up too again. So um, I do think they're spending a lot of money um, and they did cancel, um, I don't think you have it on here, uh, that, uh, uh, was it, uh, Blood and Bones, I think it's called. Um, so they are doing a lot of stuff to ch- change what they're doing at Netflix. So maybe buying other content is now on their agenda because they lost friends, they lost the office, and I'm sure that's hitting them hard. That cracked down on password sharing, which they claim boosted their numbers. 
and they don't do free trials like the normal way. If you have like Discord or Xbox Live stuff like that, they do offer stuff sometimes from there, but um, they don't do it. I remember I had friends that had like fifteen emails, and that would get them through, you know, to six months of needing to watch stuff. Right. So, um, so we'll see. Uh, next. Now You See Me 3 has been announced by Lionsgate. Now You See Me is the one with the magicians, perform crazy tricks. Woody Harrelson, um, uh, what's her face? Sasha Barrett Cohen's wife. Isla, is Isla, is that Isla the same cast? I don't know. I didn't think the second one was, and the second one was the entire same cast. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, and then the bad guys in the last one was Daniel Radcliffe, and they perform insane, you know, stuff. Slug ahead. But I, I used to see all the highlights on Facebook when Facebook used to let you watch actual videos and wouldn't make you watch seven hundred ads. And um, yeah, it was you know it was kind of surprising, but eh. Um, it was sad to see that ABC has canceled the rookies, the feds after one season that was with Nisi Nash. And, um, she, w- she was on the show, the rookies as a fed. And then they branched off of this. It's all right. Um, I'm surprised any shows are being canceled, but obviously ABC has enough in the, in the bank. Um, Homer will still choke Bart, according to co-creator James L. Brooks, who told people nothing's going to change. Homer will continue to have to to have a strangle stranglehold on Bart. So we were wrong on that. Um, yeah, I was wondering why that was. It was. It didn't seem like it would so, be because that was such a huge part of it. But all the rumors I said was that it almost seems like it was one of those things that somebody said. Oh, you know, don't you think it's inappropriate that he's strangling, you know, the um, Bart? And someone was like, oh, yeah, you know, we just need to stop doing that, right? And someone took the person literally saying that, and that's what happened. I'm almost yeah, positive. I don't, well, and I mean, hopefully, you know, it is true. I mean, proof's in the pudding, so we got to still see it. Very true. So That is but, something that we do have to see. Or maybe they won't do it as much type deal. Kind of like a Snoop. Hey, I'm quitting smoking. Well, no, I'm just not going to smoke as much. Yeah. Or now you just ain't going to strangle them as much. Yeah. Um, And as we mentioned, Disney Plus and Hulu is going to combine into a single app in 2024. Beta tested coming in December. Um, So I don't know if, Tim, have you noticed? uh, Did you get the email or the notification when you log in now? Um, that all your Disney accounts have the same email now. So Disney Plus, uh, Hulu, ESPN, all those apps have the same passwords. So if you change it on Disneyland app, it changes it across the board for all your apps. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah, found that out when I called them about um, uh, trying to figure out. So what happened was... As those that have known, I got hacked uh, back in September. And so I was changing passwords. Well, I didn't change my Disney Plus password, and it got hacked. And Disney is amazing. You call them, and they're like, oh, yeah, what's the last shows you watched? You tell them. 
And they ended up, oh, yeah, okay, we reset the email. Well, what happened was they made a mistake, and they, they tried to put my email back into it. Well, what it did was it didn't accept. And if you go into the Disney Plus app and try to log in with an email that's not tied to anything, it automatically creates a new account. So I went to go log in. I told them, well, use this account. So I changed my email. Well, only email I used this account for was for my Hulu well, I went to log in, and they're like, well, you already have a password for this. You need to reset it. So I couldn't log into Hulu because it reset my password. And I found out after the fact. I'm like, oh, so it's tied to all of them. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. So what it's tying to is is there's a rumor. Um, we talked to Mr. Stranger about it. I actually talked to him privately about it. And I mentioned it in our chat that Facebook sent me a message when I logged in one day that they're working on the biometric passcode. So if you have an iPhone... You can use your thumbprint or your face, depending on what model phone you have, to log into any of your apps. And because of that, what it's doing, it's actually scrubbing your uh, phone of that password. So the password exists, but when you go to the app, it will not ask for the password. It will automatically log in. So what's happening is I think is Disney is going to try to combine a lot of their stuff into one app. So instead of having a Disney Plus and Hulu app, they're going to have it where you click into one app. And when you go in there, it will have the option to select. Same thing with Disneyland, Disney World. They'll have a Disney Parks app where you can select from which one in there. I think this is the beta test because they were getting pushed so hard to fully acquire Hulu that I think um, that's what's going down with that. And it's also probably why they're not going to be cracking down on uh, password sharing because it's just so hard to control when you go through big changes. Um, they have announced they're going to try and to go to the India market now that they've backed out of it, but they're going to work on being more strategic about content they pick. So I do have a feeling that this Hulu merger is a lot more than we even know, and we'll probably find out, you know, sometime middle to end of next year. Um, and and speaking of well, Disney and whatnot, kind of just just really quick because it just popped up before we went on. <clears throat> um, did you get the pop-up if you looked at ESPN? And I've looked at it multiple times today, but it wasn't until this evening I got a pop-up that, oh, hey, ESPN Bets is live. Download it now. I did not. I, d- I looked at it probably an hour ago because the the uh, football game was on. Oh, right there. Oh. Yep. I just checked it. And then you go and click on it. Of course, it's not in California or anything, but I'm like, Okay, I've checked it twice today because there's a soccer game going on, and then I was looking for at something else, uh, and it didn't pop up. And then, like it was later this afternoon, early evening, all of a sudden it popped up and it said download. I'm like, oh well, there you go. They're pushing it on that. And this is the group that uh, sold Barstool back to Dave Portnoy. Um, they, they're the ones that worked with ESPN to create ESPN Bet. And for those that don't know, California, you can technically legally gamble if it's a fantasy, like fantasy. type. So yep. if you're betting on player production and things of that nature. But other than that, you can't bet on anything like that, which it won't happen because of the um, Native American, the Indian gaming laws. It's it's never going to happen in California. So, um, right. well, they tried it already is. and it failed uh, miserably. Horribly. On yes, the, on the last uh, the last one, so they and get the, their their toe in it. So basically, and, if you're in California, you got to go to Arizona, Nevada, 
Oh, Arizona. Oh, I need to do that when I'm there uh, this weekend. Um, I can start betting odds on the M- uh, MLB season for next year. Um, yep. It'll be NFL. Big thing for me, though, is that with the Indian gambling rules, what they what they don't tell you is is that if it passed where you could gamble on a phone, it actually truly does hinder the Indian casinos because then it changes. If you, if you don't got to read the fine print, there it limits what they can actually do. So what ends up happening is it goes from being able to have slot machines and card tables to where I believe it eliminates part of the gambling aspect because of what happens when you do that. So there are no sports books in Indian casinos. So people wonder, well, why would they not want it? Well, because if you do that, then you limits what they can do in the casino as well. And they cannot put a sports book in there. So, um, but I didn't know about that. Thanks for showing me. Cause I was like, Oh, ESPN bets. Cause I still have Barstool sports book on there. I think that's closing. I don't think that's going to be active anymore, but um, uh, I'll have to check when I, I'll have to check when I'm no, in Arizona. I, I think it is, or it might be something else. Um, because I know. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know on that one. I don't know. On oh, I still one. have it on here. <clears throat> oh yes. no, no, it won't. It's gonna go away. Yeah, it says download ESPN Bet now. Yeah, because I think the uh, because there's a podcast I listen to on Barstool, and they were that's doing all they odds. Took. Yep, but it was obviously before that, and now they haven't haven't done anything um, with it, and they probably uh, I don't know how they do that because would it, wouldn't it be like a non compete type deal? But they have the the casinos and everything on it. I believe. Um... Or not uh, casinos, but the they have the gambling halls, but I believe yeah. that they um those are not those are going away. Because right right that long. Right after they well what ha- what happened was right after the sale went down and we talked about it, what happened was Dave mentioned on a podcast that basically that he his he gambled on the translation of Barstool's legacy into sports gambling, and that he said they didn't have as many degenerates as they thought they did as fans, and they didn't do as well as they thought they would. And he even said, he goes, we don't have the pool to get it approved in enough places that would make a difference. Right. Actually, you know what? It just says, right, and this is August 9th, Barstool Sportsbook to be rebranded as ESPN Bet in Autumn 2020. Uh, 20- 23. Yep. Revent Sports Padding Forge takes over Pins Barstool Sports will be rolled out. Autumn in 16 states where betting is legal and Pin has license. So I wonder if those will just be turned into like an ESPN bet thing. Um, I bet you well, so for those that don't know, the only reasons why they have those gambling houses there is there are some states where the only way you can allow people to bet on an app is if you have a physical location. So they had one, I think Ohio they had one. I believe they had one like in New Hampshire or something. They yeah. obviously had the New York, they may have had it, and I think uh they had one like in Florida or something like that. And they legitimately, I, I remember I listened to um, a different podcast. They were saying that, like, they had real estate people waiting 
if it passed in California, they would have, have property the next day ready to go and start working. So um, it's pretty insane how much um, how much they do. Right. Uh, um, next, this one, dude. I'm gonna go broke on Black Friday, 100. percent um, I have a rant about that after the last item in this panel about Black Friday, but we'll get to it. Uh, but Epic Avengers Tower Lego set has 31 minifigures with it. Drops on Black Friday. It legitimately is the tower, Avengers Tower, and they show all the heroes lined up on it. And it looks awesome. Here's the thing. My son is getting old enough to where he likes Legos. My mom bought him a little Lego man that it can make a man, it can make a plane, and it can make like a, a race car. And um, I looked at the wife and I'm like, because my nephew loves Legos. And I told him, I told her, I'm like, what do you do with them when you're done? Like some of these are not something you can play with all the time. Like, like the Millennium Falcon, the Star, uh, uh, the Star Destroyer one. A lot of those you can't play with. Like yeah. I know people have literally built them for the, the joke that they film and they put on Facebook where they fall and it drops and it falls apart. <laughs> they do it on purpose. But I don't know what you do with it. But the minifigures... I think that's cool. I've seen people do where what they'll they'll get a bunch of Legos and they'll make like um, almost like a trophy rack. So it looks like we know you get the ball racks where you put your mm-hmm. signed baseballs. But what it does is it has minifigures in glass on every single one. And if you don't know, I'm a nerd about Legos. I love the show Lego Master, and because of the show Lego Master. I actually followed a guy on TikTok who is a Lego pro. He works for Lego and he actually like controls the, like he's the head of the store. So he does the inventory. He knows the part numbers when they do professional Lego building. He could tell you what's illegal, what's not illegal, how you can stack them, how you can't stack them. And the reason why minifigures are so important is some of these minifigures come with stuff that you cannot buy individually. Sometimes you can never buy again. So minifigures are huge. And like he even said, there was a first edition, I think it was actually the Millennium Falcon, that came with a minifigure Luke that you cannot buy any of the parts for. You can't buy, like the hair is is like a specific one that you can't buy the hair ever again. So this is going to be huge. And it's probably going to be insanely expensive because it's big. It's not gigantic, yeah. but it's big. What, what do you think is insane, insanely expensive? Um, I mean, with 31 minifigures, it's got to be at least three bills. Yeah, yeah. 300, 350? Keep going. 425. 500. Okay, that makes sense. Because, I mean, the the minifigures alone, the kid loved the minifigures. And he he got, like, a, a small one that was made for, like, under the age of three. And it was, like, the minifigs that you couldn't take apart. But they had, like, they came with, like, farm animals. And it was yes. like it was like twenty five dollars for this small. It was two minifigures and like a pig and a dog. So those minifigures alone, they'll probably sell for twenty five to thirty dollars a pop, and that's probably why they do it. Right. You know I mean? And it's going to be the height of it is thirty six inches, so yeah. three feet, three feet, uh, three feet it's tall. It's pretty big. Yeah. So it'll have uh, over five thousand pieces to it. It's on a, it's on the uh, Lego store right now. 
and okay. it released on Black Friday, November 24th at 9 p.m. Pacific. Hey, if you want to get it, get it. Um, so, Star Wars Anthony Daniels has sold its collection of memorabilia from the sci-fi franchise, including props, scripts, pieces of Millennium Falcon, and more. And a C-3PO head used with an, in a New Hope went for a whopping $800,000. This means two things to me. One, that um, uh, I, I believe it went to charity, too. I don't think he didn't collect any of the money for it. So, for one, he's a generous man. For two, I think this means he's really done in the role. Because he, those that don't know, he appears in a, a, a C-3PO appears in Ahsoka he was in the C-3PO suit for that one. He was C-3PO in that scene. Um, but it does make me seem like he is done with the character. So thank you, Anthony Daniels. It's been great having you along and being in so much stuff and being able to actually do it. Um, Star Wars is one of the few franchises I feel like they do as much as they can to pay tribute to the original actors. Um, I know when Peter Mayhew was still alive and they were filming The Force Awakens that he was like a consultant um, for it. So it still gave him credit as the character of Chewbacca. Um, but then the new character was introduced and even the guy who played the Chewbacca in that was like super thankful and gave all thanks to you know Peter Mayhew. So thank you for that. Um, and before we go into the gaming pile, what is up? With the fact that you legitimately cannot have um, Black Friday deals starting right now. I mean, we have a pullout. What is up with that? What, what, do you, what do you mean? They're already doing Black Friday sales right now. It's not Black. It's not even close to Black Friday. It's not. Like, yeah, it's, I've, I've, seen, I've seen that. Roosevelt has it going on right now. Well, and uh, so what I've, heard, what I've heard about the Roosevelt thing is... Is they're doing a thing to clear out inventory, I think, because they got they they pulled all of their um ha- uh, spooky stuff, I'll call it spooky because not all Halloween. Um, but yeah, no, like every single beard company that I've ever bought in beard oil from is like hop in now, you know. The only one that is promoting like Thanksgiving itself is Liquid Death had a thing that says, um, surprise your probation officer with the case of liquid death for Thanksgiving. And it was weird. Oh, nice. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And what's funny is so, those that don't know, um, California has this weird law about uh, promotional texts. So, whenever you sign up for whatever, you have that thing where it says, oh, text yes to subscribe to our notifications. I used to do it for all of them because it was nice. Like, hey, you know what? This place I buy t shirts from, this place I buy ammo from, when I could still buy ammo online. Hey, they have a deal going on. Bam, I'll grab it. Well, they're not allowed to use phone numbers anymore. They have to use the five-digit numbers because that, like, registers them as that. Well, what they're doing now is, hey, we changed our number is the new thing they're doing. So I've been getting so many messages about Black Friday because I follow this one. It's called Luso Cloud, which is uh, Rob Dyrdek's, um, like, leisure wear shoe brand. They're, like kind of like Crocs. And I put stop in their original messages and they said, oh, we changed our number. So that's happening now too. I'm getting random messages saying, oh, you know, hey, um, tough ring. Because I was looking for a, when I worked at the railroad, I needed a special ring to wear because you can't wear metal rings because it 
will rip your finger off. Um, so I was looking for rubber rings to wear, you know, at work. And sure enough, you know, tough rings been messaging me now. And I haven't, you know, I opted out six months from them. So I don't know. Uh, Black Friday is going to be interesting this year because a lot of places are closed Black Friday. So I think that's part of it is they're trying yeah. to get a jump on it because they know people are going to be going on Amazon, which I don't, all I do on Amazon now is for the bare necessities because it's a racket, it's a ripoff. And people have been doing that thing where they track it now. And it does prove that they mark it up a week before it goes on sale. So you think you're getting a certain percentage off and you're not, but I digress. Um, now let's go into more positive stuff, kind of. Um, I haven't gotten to enjoy a certain thing yet, but I'll talk to Tim about it when we get to the end of the gaming pile. But first, the final Disney Lore kind of Rise of the Floodborne cards have been revealed, completing full 204 card set. This is very interesting because uh, most card sets have a base card set, and then they add on new stuff so um you'll have the lorcana and then you'll have the lorcana rise of the floodborne and then it'll be rise of the floodborne um villain escapades or something they'll have a second name so they won't even say lorcana anymore like the one i have here it's pokemon trading card game but it's scarlet and violet of city and flames so it's shocking to me because you hardly ever see them just do a full card set like that off the get-go, which means to me they have some other stuff in the works. Like, they're going to have a lot of stuff in the works. Yeah, I mean, they didn't do that <clears throat> with the first chapter release or anything like that. It was just, hey, here it is. Um, they had some uh, promotional cards that were, but they weren't any subsets or anything like that. They were just a same card Right, just um, more uh, limited released uh, because they were given out at D23 uh, uh, event on that to get uh, people to get to talk about it and and, and give it them out um, at stuff like that. So those are going for when you see, oh, $7,000 for this frozen one is it right. a D23 card because there is such a small sample set of those but it's that card that specific card is the same card it's not a subset or anything of a normal card so it's not like oh hey you got your common cards and then this is a subset of a common card but there's not as many of them right um on it and then these um so the next chapter is coming out the rise of floodborne and that is released november 17th which is tomorrow as we um record this so i've already seen um especially in my um collection it's already gone down uh, in pricing already because of the restocks of the chapter ones that just came out and the release of chapter two so which everyone says i mean you look at it on anything that comes out is when the new chapter comes out the previous one or new series whatever it is the previous one goes down because nobody's buying that anymore everyone wants to buy the new one and then you know it'll kind of it'll come back up and and level out um on it but you know hopefully with that that means everyone's buying chapter two 
the restock of chapter one comes out and that's still holding at a you know as far as booster boxes still holding at a decent price on it um and then that would mean that more people will be able to buy the chapter one stuff um, because everyone's going after chapter two and maybe prices can soften a little bit um so now uh now um we'll see. Now, do, you, do you want to tell the view the listeners about uh, your incident with the local comic book shop oh yeah well that i got blocked because they were reselling it and now now i get it because i got uh, a booster pack from a comic book shop down uh in the area that i that i work at and they um i think they it was like 50 or 60 dollars over msrp what they were selling it for which i get it because you know say they buy it for msrp and if you turn around and sell it at cost well you're not making any money on it no. and these are stores so of course they're going to mark it up because you know that's i mean what it is you know you yeah. got to keep the lights on and whatnot so that's fine. that's that's fine <clears throat> That's fine. I, you know, I get it. And you could see on anything, you could go online and see what MSRP is on it. So I'm talking with the guy, you know, saying, hey, thanks for not really marking it up that much, you know, and you could go online to these different websites, TGC player or whatnot, and kind of see what the average is going for. And comic book store in your neck of the woods was selling it for over 100% markup um from msrp where normally everyone was marking it up um like i said maybe 20 percent or 20 30 percent so. yeah. 20 30 percent and so i messaged him i'm like what are you really selling it for over a hundred percent over msrp and their response back was just yep and then so uh uh what i what i say oh i was gonna retype some or uh, um send them something saying hey this is i mean even on you're selling it more than people are selling it on ebay and i couldn't respond back to them i couldn't even when i searched for them i couldn't even search for them on it like dude they completely blocked me well on facebook they didn't block me or whatnot so i tagged them in a couple different posts saying you know here's what you know, and I tagged, I even tagged him in another um, comic stores uh, uh, post where I bought my uh, booster box from saying, hey, here's what a normal pricing would be on it and haven't heard anything, nothing back on, you know, on it or on them, which is really sad and disappointing because um that you know these these cards are hard to come by already and then you have a comic book store i mean this is this is a store it's a storefront it's not just online or a guy running it out of the back of his house or anything like that i mean they got got a shop and everything and it's already hard for players that want to get these cards and then they're dealing with you know collectors and everything as well and there's a limited amount on it and it's disney so you have that aspect of it too where it's not the product that's going to get put out isn't cheap anyways right um and then you have a retail shop that is pretty much you know price gouging 
the people that are trying that, that that are wanting to get into the game on it and it's not like it was online or ebay or something like that or facebook marketplace that they were doing it on i mean it was a shop a storefront where you have these other ones that are like hey come here enter our tournament um and if you enter our tournament it's 30 dollars to play and if you don't have cards we'll give you a starter deck you know where they're not selling them on the shelf but you got to sign up to the tournament to to get it it's like oh yeah. well that's cool you could still you could get get a pack to them and for them to to do that it was just sad and that was and i've been looking for pretty much the whole central valley on um comic book car uh shops that have sell them and they were by far um about 150 dollars more than anybody else uh shop that's that's selling them which is which is sad sad to see yeah i just looked and um they are having more come in. They posted today, nine hours ago. Uh, just so you know, it's a company called Turlock Comics. I would not support them. Um, they were kind of rude to me when I went in there and I asked them for a specific type of comic book. Um, and they, I asked them because they were sorting through cards in the back. I'm like, oh, do you buy them? And they're like, no, we just got too much. And what they do is, is they trick people into selling them cards now and they sell them online. Um, and what I don't trust is the reason why they said they started the, the the shop was they said that they had too much stuff at home. Well, they just posted not too long ago that they now are selling memorabilia. That's just shady in, in general. There is a one in downtown that's newer. I did buy my kids Pokemon cards for them, and I bought them some more. And just because of this, um, when I get back into town, I'm going to go back to them and tell them I want, I'm going to keep supporting them and not a comic book shop that is price gouging so bad. And they even flat out told me, this is the crazy part, the guy behind the counter, I believe he's the owner of the car shop I went to, Pokemon has a thing that's called trick-or-treat ones. And they're small three-pack cards. They're for kids. You give them when you trick-or-treat. Well, I wanted my son to learn the value of the cards. So I was like, hey, you know what? I'll show him how to open them and let him put them in the binder. It'd be fun. And the guy goes, hey, just so you know, you're not going to hit any big pulls on this. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, the most you can get is like it's an 85 cent card. Who's who would do that? They're 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 hurting their business because they take care of their customers. And that's what you should be doing. You know, I get like Tim says, having a markup. I also I used to go to a place in Manteca that one time I told Tim I bought a box of cards that should have been sold for like. 195 200 and they had it listed for 100 and i was like well this is half price because they're consignment and they never update it so no one was buying it and i'm like this is perfect so you know i get marking it up but like tim said 325 dollars for a box and you're editing your comments i don't trust you um, I will send Tim um, when I go to that one. I'm going to get them their info because they haven't been on the list for Lorcana because they told me it's going to take a minute to get on the list. But yeah, it's um, it, it's it's depressing. So yeah, it's it's just sad. It is. Um, next we have this is crazy to me. The Overwatch League is dead. Activision Blizzard is transitioning away from the groundbreaking esports league as teams reportedly vote to withdraw. 
And I think the problem is not that it was dead, was that they weren't putting any money in it like they were to begin with. Call of Duty League, like, legitimately listens to its players. Supports, supposedly this year we're getting a whole revamped thing with Call of Duty. I don't know what's going on. We'll talk about it later. But um, it is kind of crazy that they just, just the kibosh. Overwatch was, like, the leader, like, them in League of Legends of, like, huge arena-type stuff. Right. It's crazy. But, I mean, I, get, I go, I guess that's, that, like, that's, like, the new thing is, is, I don't know, like, trying to, you know, move on to the next and biggest thing. But it, feel, it feels weird that it was that fast. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is maybe they didn't keep up with the times and everyone went elsewhere. It could be a Toys R Us situation. You were very co- correct. Right. Yeah. Um, now we have Xbox has sponsor partnered with Wonka to give away the first ever edible chocolate Xbox controller and special edition, special edition Xbox Series S. The console is not edible. Oh, why not? <laughs> Because you got to pay five hundred dollars for it. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, I heard the controller. I guarantee what's going to happen is they're going to send a different controller. Is what they're going to do. It's going to be, you know, you're going to get two controllers. One's be the edible one, and one's not. Right. Um, but it is kind of cool that they're doing stuff like that. Because I was just kind of like, you know, you never see, you never see. Um, gaming companies doing any fun stuff anymore it feels like since there's no like there's no real competition there's no pushing anymore i mean i told tim literally after we finished recording last week i saw the article about how literally the day after they finished um the merger um uh, xbox finished the acquisition they literally put the exclusive operator bundle that was only for playstation last year they put it in the store they're like nah this ain't going to be exclusive anymore. So congratulations. So it is what it is. Um, Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer is officially announced by Rockstar Games. It will come in December. And I saw a craziest thing is that um, the basically the creator of Rockstar Games, the owner of Rockstar Games, is one of the richest people in the world. And he hasn't made a real like new game in how many years? Uh, Grand Theft Auto V was 10 years ago, and Red Dead Redemption 2 was like three years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah, Grand awesome. Grand Theft Auto V was 2013. 2013, 10 years. So, yeah. Um, now on to the gloriousness that is uh, Modern Warfare. Okay, so I played a bunch last night of Modern Warfare 3. It's broken. It's completely broken. The leveling up system doesn't make any sense. Any sense in this game. Tim's going to hate it with a white hot rage. When he, because nice. for, for those that don't know, Tim's a perfectionist. So when we would get tired like of playing the game, we would play other stuff, play some racing games, whatever. But we'd always come back to Call of Duty. And Tim would be like, hey, I'm grinding on this weapon to get the camo. I'm grinding on this one to get the camo. I legit was playing last night, and it's like you have weekly challenges, you have daily challenges, and in order to get this weapon skin, you got to do this. And if someone posted one oh, of the daily yeah. challenges was 
use Semtex to kill three people in a single match, and the reward for it was unlocking Semtex. So you didn't even have Semtex, so he can't even complete the challenge because one of them was that, and everyone's like, how, how does this happen? The crazy here's the crazy part. So I'm playing and I see, oh hey, one of the challenges you get a new operator if you get five snipes. You kill someone with a sniper rifle, five people with sniper 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 rifle. Now the new introduction this season is they have recommended guns. All the recommended gun is is it's a gun from the new game. That's all it is. It's from Modern Warfare 3. It has a logo next to it. It's nothing else than that. Um so they're basically base guns. If you see, if you buy a, a skin or whatever, it gives you an upgraded version, or whatever. Um, so I've been trying that. So then I saw that, I'm like, okay. So I just got a random sniper that I like from Modern Warfare Three, and I got it, and it goes bam, unlocked operator. I'm like, sweet. I'm just gonna run around. So I grabbed a shotgun because I didn't have a regular gun because I've been running with the Pila because all the new maps are outdoors, and I think I got like ten thousand XP one round from taking out uh, UAVs. So I'm going around, and I see a guy camping, and I kill him. So I execute him. Bam! Here's another operator. I'm like, what the heck? Then I kill another guy, and it's like, bam! Here's another operator. I don't even know what that one was for. And then I unlocked the fourth operator for doing one cruise missile in a match. And I'm like, this is insane. I'm getting operators left and right that people have to pay for sometimes, and yet I can't unlock a skin because I'm having to do... Like, the, the ridiculous part was... Why do you, the daily challenge you have to complete them all to get to the bonus challenge? The weekly one it just says pick five, so I mean you could focus on that. It's not as hard. One of them's like I think it was like get ten kills sliding. One of them's like uh, get them. I think it's like a mega kill in zombie. So they mix them up, so it's nice. The other big problem with this is Tim and I like to play plunder. We now have to basically cross through a moat for seven days just to get into play plunder or war zone right now, because you have to go to the bottom of the page, click on other content, which takes you over to another launcher from the original launcher. And yeah, it's just, it's so much to do. And I will say the hacking is insane right now on this game. And people don't think they're catching on because like rust, such a small map, but when, when you're, Kill cam is you killing seven people with the sniper rifle. Something's fishy. So after we get off, I'm going to log on. I'm going to see what's on there. If they got them. But um, one thing they are going to add, though. I mean, we'll see if it works. But um, Modern Warfare 3 uh, Warzone, the new Warzone coming out, which is going to be an Urzikstan, um, will cut parachutes. To make cheaters go splat. So before in original Warzone and in Caldera, your gun would disappear or um, I think that was basically it. Your gun would disappear. Uh, you would shoot people, but you wouldn't give them any damage. <clears throat> and there was also, right. And there was also one where your gun would disappear and you'd have nothing and you'd have to run away, but it didn't matter. You're going to die anyways. Right. Well, and then you see, speaking of, you don't got to switch back and forth. You don't have to launch Modern Warfare 2 to launch Modern Warfare 3 anymore. Really? They added to the... Um... It's right above the cut parachute in the agenda. No, that's what I was saying, though. But you have to... You have, that's what I just said. You have to launch Modern Warfare 3 to go to Warzone and Plunder. 
Oh yeah, to Warzone. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, said Warzone and Plunder. I was thinking that maybe they were gonna have it on the because that's what people complain about. They go Battle Pass is already a launcher. Why are you having us three launchers? It makes no sense. Right. Unless they're going to change that with the new Warzone map, but who, why wouldn't you? Do I that mean, I have a I have a feeling what they're going to do is is they're basically setting it up because they're basically as soon as they launch the new Warzone, the other one's going to go bye bye. So it's yeah. basically clearing a spot out, and where it's at now on the Modern Warfare Three menu is going to be that. So, yep, yeah, um, exactly. And lastly, Tim and I's investment um, just took a kick right in the nuts. Um, Steam Deck uh, has announced the OLED, the OLED by Valve. Um, it just means we're going to have um, better graphics. I did get the top tier um, Steam Deck, so I do have a better screen than Tim does. No offense to Tim, but it, it's a different it's a, it's a different screen from the middle tier to the top tier. Um, closest to OLED you could get. There is still some glare. That's why people want this one. Um, I'm going to be testing the crap out of it when I'm on my trip to Arizona because I'll be using my Steam Deck and my Switch just to keep the time going because we're going to be bored there tomorrow night or uh, Saturday night. So, you know, it is what it is. Right. Well, um, that's after you're done making all your bets on ESPN Bet. Hey, dude, is, <laughs> hey, I'm, I downloaded the app. When I get there, I'm going to see how much it is to put a bet on the Dodgers to win the World Series next year. And I'm, I'm going to see because um, it no, doesn't get... The... No, you got to get the Dodgers to go. They they never win the World Series to win the National League pennant. They'll get that, and then they'll choke in the series. Yeah, it's but not, it's not it's not a short year, even, so they can't wasn't win even, it. Wasn't even close this year. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna put a bet that the Days don't get more than 40 wins next year. Uh, um, dude, I would take that bet. <laughs> hey, they're moving to Vegas, unanimous. So 2028. <laughs> Congratulations, job, Oakland. sir. You lost three spring <laughs> sports teams. <laughs> Um, but no, but, but I mean, with this with the Steam Deck, I mean, you knew this was going to happen. I mean, I think when it first got announced that they were surprised they didn't have that already on it. And then it's like, OK, well, now, you know what the next big uh, when they come out with a second version of it or whatnot, you know, what's the next big thing on that is going to be is the OLED on it. Well, they even said it. they even said that was the next thing. Right. Exactly. They, even announced and they don't have to change. So anything on it and just put the new screen people are going to buy it yeah so. i think i think the, so the rumor was is that they were going to have a different style um memory for it because yes J they're just going to make tweaks on it jsocks which makes a lot of accessories for it, which i have one now my steam deck is sitting in my deck right now that i have that's made for it has connections to go to a pc or a tv so you could actually yep. play on your thing um yep. they did create one a base that has you could put m2 uh, memory cards in it and it yep. basically is supposed to boost the performance so if you put it to a monitor it'll play like a pc it'll play like um, yep. so the rumor is that they're going to basically kind of put that in there kind of put thing, that so. internally in it instead of using a dock for it but the thing is is like for me okay you know i use it every now and again you know maybe when i go to disneyland the kids sleeping in the room and you know i'll log on to wi-fi or whatnot play some games or play you know whatever right um but like for this one it's like i don't need any anything fancy what i have right now is is fine i don't oh, need the oled i don't need this or that i mean when i first got it um we had a big symposium for my work up in sacramento 
and I I was playing golf on the TV because I had the um, um, not necessarily the docking for it. And then I brought my cords and a controller and I was playing golf on the TV because I had it all hooked up to it. And the Steam Deck is like a little mini PC. So, boom, there you go. And, and that's pretty and awesome. Was, and it was fine. It was all, you know, it was great. I'm like, oh, this, this is pretty cool. Besides, I didn't have the right bag for it at the time. Now I do. But, I mean, for this, you know, if you want to do it, hey, great. But, you know, now, uh, so does that mean that the one that me and you have is going to drop in price? I mean, it kind of did there for a while. It's already down right now. Right. So, there you go. Yeah. Well, if you if you got one like us, you now you're a founding member. I do I do believe they're going to give us some stuff for being uh, in the start of it, but we'll see. Um, now we're going into our rapid fire piles for par- amusement parks. Um, other amusement parks, photo validation is now technical in technical rehearsal rehearsal at Universal Studios Florida. It was only a matter of time. They've been working on that for so long, so it's not super surprising. Um, general, first of all, I didn't know there was a Disney Cruise Line that went out of um, San Diego that goes to Mexico. That's a first for me. Um, they well, they it, they rotate. It all depends on where the ship's at. Like some of the ships will go out of Florida or out of um, the. Uh, it's a Gulf, Gulf, Gulf right there. Gulf of, yeah. Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. And then they'll do one comes through Panama up and then comes out of like Long Beach, San Diego, or goes up to Alaska. They're always. Sister is there Alabama. right now. Sister What's is on that? the one out of San Diego. Oh, nice. Yep. So. Um, but Disney Cruise Lines are getting an exclusive Mickey Mouse toy soldier sipper instead of park popcorn bucket, which is kind of cool. And they get something right. different, you know. Um, and we got a first look at Catino houses designed by Shea Holmes for first story living by Disney community. Yep. There you go. As resorts abroad, Asha from Wish is appearing in Disneyland Paris beginning on November 29th. They're really pushing this Wish movie. Um, just so you know, um, uh, the kid has been getting a lot of McDonald's lately because even though we have kind of stopped eating fast food, um, I still have the points for McDonald's, so he gets a free Happy Meal quite often. So, um, and you get your free fries. I don't know. I don't eat the fries. I don't eat the fries. It messes my stomach up now, man. Um, oh, you're old. But the uh, the 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 toys are these little. Most of them are just supposed to be for Wish. It's all they're for. Because they're all with a cloud under them, and they're a small character like you're wishing. So they're almost like an avatar. They're not even like a real toy. They don't do anything. So he's got a bunch of them in, his, in the living room right now. He loves them. But I'm like, he goes, I got your favorite today, Daddy. And I was like, which one's that? And it's um, Grogu. So he got Grogu. So he's all excited about that. Because <laughs> Grogu's on the back of the Jeep. Or he was on the back of the Jeep. I had to pull him off because he was peeling. But um, now to Walt Disney World. Um. Oh, <laughs> so the Mickey Mouse Toy Soldier popcorn bucket is coming to the Magic Kingdom for the holidays, which means they want you to go on the cruise right after you go on the thing, or you're gonna buy them on eBay. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice in Wonderland inspired New Year's Eve celebration coming to California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort, and will cost seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. I guarantee. I swear, if it's like the Mad Tea Party, I'm gonna be max. I missed that California adventure. <laughs> 
Um, Epcot is at capacity for New Year's Eve 2023 for most ticket types, which is good. Which is crazy because, I mean, it's already, what, a month and a half away, and they're already saying that? Well, and they haven't been at capacity for a lot of stuff. And right, they exactly. have they have been wide open, so and a, and a lot of people go to Epcot versus Magic Kingdom because they have normally they have a better fireworks there, yep. and you're closer too. You're closer to the fireworks. Yeah. Um, Figment has arrived at Walt Disney World Studios, teasing production of Figment film. Um, he's super creepy when you go there, so yeah, um, watch out for him. Um, this one right here, Frozen Ever After animatronic faces replaced with black, black screens during malfunction at Epcot. And I found out from Connor, I called him as soon as you post this, he goes, dude, it happens on, it goes on all the rides are replacing the faces with screens. So when they go down, it's just a black screen. It looks like Dwight from the office came and cut their faces off, of, off and wearing them like a mask. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's creepy. Um, Santa Claus meet and greet returns to Disney's California, Disney's Hollywood studios for the first time since 2019. Um, I don't remember why they removed that one there because like the one in, um, California, they even, they'll do a black Santa. Like they do, like they're pretty progressive there. And I was like, I don't know why the one in Florida stopped doing it, but something must've happened. Um, Irate guest waves brought around at Disney world strike security cast member, slightly clickbaity. Because if you hit someone with it, it's technically a strike. And so that's what did what happened. But um, I didn't even, I didn't read it because I don't want to give him any more credit. But it sounds like just another dumb person doing stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I forgot why the reasoning that they took the that the bra off or something like that. I did read it. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Is she like sitting there flashing everyone? But uh, it was, uh, I forgot what it was. But yeah, yeah. Um, and lastly, this one is super, super clickbaity. That well, yes, but it was true. So beloved actor John Stamos was banned for a significant period of time from Walt Disney World property, and he had no idea because he basically so. He was performing with the Beach Boys, which I didn't know that. Did you know that he did that like right when he w- when he was with just starting with um, mm-hmm. uh, Full House? So yeah. I knew he I knew he played drums for them quite a bit. Like he still does. Mm-hmm. And um, so apparently there was a party afterwards. He had a girlfriend at the time. He went back to his hotel room. It was the Grand Floridian too, wasn't it? And they were in the hot tub, and there was a bunch of girls in bikinis. And she came in there and said, we need to go now. The plane's leaving to go. And they said that basically sometime between um, then and when he uh, was flying on the plane, they took their bikinis off, and they broke champagne bottles in the jacuzzi. And so they blamed him for it. And um, they well, I don't man- know necessarily he got blamed for it, is I'm sure that the no, room they, they said or it was no, they said or what? They said it was him name. and that he did, he could not book a room. And that basically when he would call in or have someone call, they say, well, we're full booked up. And I'm like, that's weird. And they right. said, finally, someone told him and he had it cleared up. And it was years later. Yep. And, then, and he was like, I wasn't even there. Like, I was not physically 
present on that um, when it happened. So it was it was because when I first heard that, I'm like, oh, what? Did, OK, what did he do? Was it like a. Uh, oh, what the heck was her name that took pictures backstage and wasn't supposed to um, on it? Um, yes. Oh, I can't remember her. I know you're Wilson. talking about. Yes. <clears throat> Um, was it something like that? Which I could see that because he. Oh, hers was huge. the bathroom. Hers was the bathroom. Oh yeah. no, 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 no! She was backstage. Blake Lively was a pitcher in the bathroom, and she didn't even know she had a thirty-day ban. Right. Yeah, but I mean, same thing. Rebel Wilson. It was the same thing. It was taking pictures back backstage on that. But I'm like, okay, was it something like that? Because oh, he, you know, took a picture because he was a big, uh, you know. Uh, Disney fan and somehow that picture got out or whatnot. I thought it was something like that. Um, but no, it wasn't. It was that. I'm like, oh, that I'm like, that is funny. Um, but they got it cleared up. And obviously he's been there many times because that was like him and Neil Patrick Harris are probably, you know, the p- two big names that go there regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would want them to come back. Which I'm surprised that even with his how big of a star he is and how much of a of a fan he is that they didn't say, hey, um, here's what's going on. And he'd be like, oh, you know, what? hey, if it was me, oh, I'm sorry, let me pay for this or or whatever. He seems like he'd be that guy and not just be like, well, I'm, I'm wanting to come here. What's what's going on? So. Yeah, you know, he's going to. Bring a lot of money there and spend a lot of money there. Yep. And especially because they, they do everything. Every time they have a plaid, they always spend a lot of money. So, I mean, it's a funny story, but, you know, it's not. At, I mean, obviously, he tried to book a bunch of times and couldn't get in. So that is kind of crazy. Yep. Well. Now you know Disney's plan is if you're banned there, they just tell you it's full, even though if it's not. That's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> right. On the Disneyland pile, um, we do finally have a Disneyland Fantasmic return date. We don't know if it's going to be with um, the dragon or not. Will but, not um, be. Without. No okay, without no. um, and that's March, right? May 24th. May 24th. I knew it was the M. Um Next, snow will fall in downtown Disney for the first time during 2023 holidays. Do not eat the snow. Don't eat the snow. It's soap. Yeah. Soap. So um, I do know some places use ice, but the ice is really expensive, so it's not worth it. Um, The new Adventureland Treehouse attraction poster debuts at Disneyland Park. I am so stoked to see it in January. I am so excited, dude. You don't even know. That is the funnest thing to go on as a kid. I remember just thinking it was so cool. The treehouse was so big. And when I went, it was Swiss Family Robinson, so it was rickety as all hell. Like, you were definitely, you walk across from the bridges, and you're like, this thing could fall at any minute. You knew you right. knew it wouldn't, but it could. But um, the, but how they make it out to be like that is crazy. It, it Legitimately, the craftsmanship is just next level. Right. I'll take a picture when I'm there, or a video. Oh, yeah. Are you, wait, will it be open? It opens this week. Wait, it opened. It's already open. It opened last week. That's last week. Yes. T- send me pictures of you with the kid there. It, it, be, I want to see that. That's going to be awesome. Um, Avatar attraction will be located in Disney's California Adventure at Disneyland Resort. 
So I'm assuming they're probably going to go where um, that in-between section right there where it's still where the the cars come out of for Cars Land. I'm sure they're going to make modifications and push to that back lot over there. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, like in between there and the back of Avengers Campus. Yeah. Um, Disneyland or Fort Resort officials say no announcement made regarding location of future Avatar experience, but we kind of, you know, know. Um, new downtown Disney District stage and grassy area opens at Disneyland Resort. They're really pushing and bringing all that stuff in there. So um, yeah, it looks it looks awesome. It does. Um, and I, I believe, uh, yeah, Earl of Sandwich is moving again. So mm-hmm. something else is going on big. Um Jungle Cruise scripper, skippers, I actually watched this. They reenacted the ride with plush hippos during downtown at Disneyland, downtime at Disneyland, and it was hilarious. It was so funny. Yep. No, they like, do they were having job. they were having lots of fun. So this one is finally crazy. Huh? Finally? I said, I said finally. Disneyland bans bench use. Um, and scrappers and new pen trading etiquette. So they have a new thing. You're only allowed to bring one booklet when you come in. Um, and a certain site, they give dimensions. So yep. you can't like, oh, hey, this is my booklet. And it's like a wagon booklet type. Which deal. the one I do feel bad for is uh, Ben, the Disney pen king. Cause he does, he brings a book with him, but he actually goes on rides. Like he doesn't sit around. People will stop right. him and try and trade with him. But he doesn't, and he actually tells people, I'm only looking for this, this, or this. So he's very quick about what he does. Um, and his wife has a full vest too, but this was a big one. And people are like, how do you, I go, it's literally going to clear up that whole area there in Frontierland, man. Yep. Yep. Well, and the thing that stinks is for him, like the guy that you're talking about, these guys ruined it for him. Yes. You know, because they they make him um in a bad light when he really was doing it the right way but these people would like commandeer like two or three benches and would move them like literally move them and they would bring a wagon in full of like totes of pins and would set them up on the benches and Mm -hmm. now the benches are for sitting only you cannot display because yep. my wife, because the wife's like, oh well, that that stinks. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I can't go in there and set up shop and sell my knickknacks there. Nope. You know what's the difference between that and and this? Or I can't, um, you know, say buy a whole bunch of Pandora charms and then nope. s- sit there and and trade them with this. So I'm glad because in that area is it's kind of a you know uh, a quieter corner. Where, where it is at i mean it's not like completely quiet right um but the other thing is is on a hot day it's almost completely shaded no matter what time of the day it is and the way that they have the benches situated there you know if you're need to take a break or you know yeah elderly or have some health issues it's a good spot and it's out of the way and yeah, it's it, not it's, that much traffic over it's out of the way it's shaded it's multiple benches so you know there's probably yep. a chance because that's what's crazy is is they only take the ones that are right there and i know they move the benches that's probably the biggest complaint that park has they move the benches because yep. the best place to spit is sit is that whole causeway because they even have more benches along all the way down towards the mexican oh. restaurant and towards yep. the stage door cafe they have all that stuff right there 
Yeah, it's 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 a great spot. And even yeah, sit. benches around the planters that are in the middle of the walkway. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, so, nice. cool. Congrats to the pin traders. You finally did it. So right. Um, new Mickey and Friends Christmas and Viva Navidad outfits revealed. They look great as always, and I love the Viva Navidad stuff because it's uh, got uh, what you call in it. It has um, the um, yes, yes. Um, Disneyland has announced the life day and spork and food items coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge this year, which life is always fun. Um, Holiday Tomato popcorn bucket drives into Disney California Adventure, which it looks pretty cool. I do like it. Um, and I will be able to get one. Yes, let me know. I might ask you for one too. Um, Mickey Mouse Toy Soldier popcorn bucket is also coming to Disneyland. Um, we have a new bucket available that's a holiday bucket. And we also get hot cocoa, hot chocolate churro has returned to Taran Treats for 2023 Festival of Holidays. Um, Try that out. I don't know how you do a hot cocoa churro. Oh, I'm sure they do it well. Um, I'm sure it's Monica, chocolate on a churro and back. There you go. <laughs> I think they do. It. They probably do flavoring to it too. Yeah. Um, Monica Rambo joins Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers, Kamala Khan. For the Marvel's meet and greet, which she is, uh, Monica Rambo is the one from WandaVision. Um, World of Color 1 at Disney's California Adventure is to be closed for, for uh, refreshment through February, which that's good for me because that means there'll be less people trying to watch stuff over there. So I'm okay with that. Um, full menu is released for the Great Maple Modern American Eating and Pixar's pa- Pixar Place Hotel. Look for that if you want to see it. I don't care about that one. Um, November opening date has been set for it there which is kind of awesome because the the hotel's not even fully open yet um and blue sky cellar is becoming dvc welcome center at disney's california adventure which is kind of big that's a that's a big one yeah so it stinks so now um what used to be in blue sky cellars is now taking over the beast library so the beast library is it's closing, closing. In, yeah i um, saw that in february so that kind of stinks I think oh wait it's, it's closing february. in february no i think i don't know i could no I could i'm pretty be. sure it's closing into this month or into this month. i i knew it was soon um yeah because it's not that. gonna be it's not gonna be open when i go i know that i looked it i looked it up it's not gonna be open in january so yeah, so that does does kind of stink um, about that at the Beast Library. I know people were kind of sad about that because it's a nice interactive thing, especially for um, you know younger kids, not like toddlers, but um, you know, kind of elementary. It's cool, kids. Yeah, so, it's cool. Yeah. Um, and then just two things really quick uh, that just came up because I haven't updated this in a couple days. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot earns the Thea Award for Outstanding Achievement, which is cool because, I mean, that's um, the new thing that has come out. So, and the Thea is Themed Entertainment Association. So, there you mm. go. Uh, Outstanding Achievement 2024. And then this one stinks. I did not hear anything about it, but because it happened um, last night as we record um another uh suicide from the pixar pals parking structure happened on uh on wednesday night yesterday night as uh as we record so happened about 9 30 p.m um found a man dead at the scene so it's a weird spot to do that so basically there have been six reported deaths uh at the resort parking structure since 2010 and three in the past year 
Not good, so, man. People are not doing okay. Yep, ex- exactly. So, um, yeah, that that stinks. So, um, yeah, hopefully um, it's nothing, you know, with the previous ones where, you know, stuff has come out and it was, um, you know, it kind of family issues or whatnot uh, on it. So, um, yeah. That, uh, yeah. Well, if you guys, think so, ho- hopefully nobody saw that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And but, if, you, if you, and you know anyone, there is places to get help. There's one eight hundred numbers. Please call those because we'd rather not have to, uh, you know, have you do that. People are there for you. Please do it. Um, but that's all we got for you this week. Thank you guys all for coming through. We greatly appreciate it, Mister Stranger, Mister J. Um, thank you guys for always coming through, supporting. Uh, For the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.